We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, October the 2nd, 2020. On today's show, I will give my official prediction. I'm locking in my score prediction for South Carolina's game tomorrow as the Gamecocks travel to Gainesville to take on the number three ranked Florida Gators. I'll give you guys my final thoughts on the game, how I think things will play out, my official score as South Carolina looks to upset the number three team in the land as they travel to the swamp tomorrow. Before we get into everything, this is a podcasting to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Guys, we are in peak sports season, everything going on right now. And at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It is winning season. Winning season, doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. At my bookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. You can bet NBA playoffs. We've got the finals going on right now between the Lakers and the Heat. You've got NHL playoffs, which just concluded actually. MLB playoffs going on as well, though. How about them Bravos getting to the next round? UFC, college football, NFL, whatever you, you can think of. You can bet on anything and everything over at MyBookie. The craziest sports time of your lifetime is here. It's really simple, guys. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash, invest in your intuition, select from hundreds of future bets, or you can bet games in real time with MyBookie's live betting. Put that big brain of yours to good use. Go to MyBookie.ag. That's MyBookie.ag. Use promo code GAMECOX and double your first deposit. Guys, new players get to $1,000 in free play. So that means if you go to MyBookie.ag, promo code GAMECOX, use that promo code, when you put in $1,000 or anything up to $1,000, they are going to match that deposit with a free play. It's designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Thousands of cross-sports wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now to bet with the best and celebrate your victory. So again, guys, that's mybookie.ag, promo code GAMECOCKS. Mybookie.ag, promo code GAMECOCKS. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Let's get it. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you all had a fantastic week. TGIF, first things first. How about the Atlanta Braves? I know most of you tuning in are Braves fans. The Braves 
winning their first postseason series in 19 years. And honestly, when I heard that stat, I could not believe it was that long. So Braves, uh, not sure who they're taking on in the next round, but beating the Cincinnati Reds, sweeping those guys. So to all you Braves fans out there listening, all you Atlanta sports fans that tune into this show, congratulations to you because you needed something good to happen in your life with the Falcons and with everything else going on. So congratulations to the diehard Atlanta sports fans out there because, like I said, I know you guys needed some good news in your life. But anyways, hope you guys have had a fantastic week. Hope you're having a great Friday as well, whether you are in the cubicle, on the way to work, on the home from work, you're on the way to Gainesville maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're going to the game. Hope you've all had a fantastic week. I'm going to give you guys, like I said in the intro, my official prediction for this game, locking in my prediction. South Carolina taking on the number three ranked Florida Gators, trying to get the upset. Can South Carolina do it? We'll talk about that in just a second. Before we do, just a couple of housekeeping items really, really quickly, as always. If you have not done so, it doesn't matter whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever it may be, whatever platform, take five seconds out of your day, rate the show, go leave five stars, leave your thoughts, your feedback, whether things you like, things you don't like about the show, whatever it may be, guys, I truly do appreciate it. I think we're up to like 315 reviews. Would love to get to 500 by the end of the season. I think that's a realistic number. Would love to get to 500 again. If you've already done so, thank you so much. But if you haven't, take five seconds out of your day, go leave a five-star review. And like I said, if there truly are things that you like that you don't like, you want to hear more of, hear less of, let me know in those reviews. I go and read those, and I appreciate all the feedback that you guys give. Also, if you're not subscribed, make sure you hammer that subscribe button again through all the platforms, YouTube as well. You can tune in there. A lot of people have been listening on YouTube. Hammer that subscribe button, daily notifications, the daily podcast coming out. You are going to get those daily notifications when the podcast drops. You won't miss a single one. So make sure you rate and subscribe. Appreciate you, those of you who have already done so. Um, also, just a quick reminder, if you're in the city, if you're in Columbia, if you're coming down to Columbia for any reason, tomorrow, Overtime Bar and Grill, the watch party kicking off. Doors open at 11, kickoff at noon. I will be going live pregame and postgame just like I did last week. Pregame show starts at 11 o'clock. We'll run to 11.30. You guys have probably already seen that video is pending or scheduled right now on YouTube and obviously it'll be on Facebook and Twitter as well. But doors open at 11, kickoff at noon, overtime watch party, uh, overtime bar and grill, the watch party there. Great specials. You cannot beat the food and drink specials that overtime has as well. So be sure to come out. If you're in the city, no better place to watch the game is South Carolina takes on Florida. Um, also, just a little bit of a teaser. I'll talk more about this on Monday, but Patreon. Patreon content is coming to the Spurs Up show. More exclusive stuff, more behind-the-scenes stuff, so keep an eye out for that. Patreon content is coming to the show. Also, one last thing before I get to my prediction. If you're going to games, if you're going to any South Carolina games this year, use our friends over at SeatGeek. I'm genuinely just trying to save you guys some money. Our friends at SeatGeek, go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. You're going to save $20 off your first purchase. Guys, whether it's home or away, whether it's any sporting event, when you're getting your tickets, nobody is scalping. You want to do it through SeatGeek. They're changing the game when it comes to ticket buying. They have a great ticket rating system, which rates the tickets for you based on the type of deal you're getting, guys. So, again, never again are you going to scalp. Obviously, you're getting everything through the app. You're going to see exactly what you're getting, where you're sitting, what you're paying, what the person next to you is paying, what type of deal you're getting. They're going to give you a deal score so you know exactly what type of bang for your buck you're getting. So again, use SeatGeek, and especially in this COVID-19 world, this pandemic world where the tickets are limited and you're like, I don't want to blow all my money. I want to save as much money as possible. SeatGeek is going to help you do that. So again, that's our friends at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP, that's S-P-R-S-U-P, to save $20 off your first purchase. All right, let's dive into the prediction for this game. South Carolina traveling to Gainesville tomorrow, a noon kick at the Swamp. 
And the big question has been this that I've seen all week, and you fans have been asking me, what is South going to have to do to pull a massive upset? Or can South Carolina realistically pull the upset? You know, I, I broke down Florida on yesterday's show and what the challenges are going to be. Um, obviously, you know, we had, uh, we had Dan Thompson on the show who broke down Florida. Um, you know, here's the thing. You look at this Florida Gators team. And again, the Gamecocks coming off that Tennessee loss, how do you rebound? How do you respond? The things that we know about Florida, Kyle Trask is a very, very solid quarterback. I know Gamecock fans love to talk shit and give him hell, but Kyle Trask is a very good option. We know Kyle Pitts is going to be a problem in the passing game and their offensive attack. You take a look at the rest of their offense. Do not sleep on the running backs in this game. Kadarius Toney, Damian Pierce, and Malik Davis are all very, very capable guys. Uh, They ran for 55, 54, and 49 yards respectively against Ole Miss. And the receivers, the number of receivers that Florida has, the, the list is just so long for this team. You know, the Gamecocks had two receivers catch balls in their game. You go down the list. Florida had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine receivers. Not, excuse me, eight receivers. Eight receivers touched the football for the Florida Gators. So a complete stark contrast there. Obviously, they were going against the Ole Miss defense, and we all like to think, I certainly like to think that South Carolina is a stronger defensive team than the Ole Miss Rebels. Defensively now on the flip side, you look for the Florida Gators, or you look at the Florida Gators. Very rough game in their game against Ole Miss. Matt Corral had a ton of yardage, 395 yards to the air, I think. Um, their receiver, Elijah Moore, had 226 yards, I think it was, receiving. So Florida showed some weaknesses in their secondary, at the safety positions. They showed some areas you can exploit. I've talked all week for South Carolina. And then, of course, with Florida, I forgot, you have to mention Dan Mullen, his prowess as a head coach and offensive mastermind, all that good stuff. When you look at this game, though, you know, again, the Gamecocks coming in this one, obviously looking to bounce back. Um, because I talked about before the season even got going that if you lose to Tennessee, and that's what made the game so pivotal, if you lose to Tennessee, the season can get out of hand really, really, really quickly because you're an 18-point dog in this one. You're going to be favored against Vanderbilt, obviously, but you're going to be a double-digit dog against Auburn and LSU. So it can get out of hand very, very quickly. How does South Carolina respond? You know, I talked all week for the Gamecocks when they're on offense. What, what worries me about this game, because I know a lot of fans look at this game and say, oh, South Carolina can exploit Florida defensively. Ole Miss scored 35 points, all that good stuff. What worries me about this game for South Carolina offensively, I expect Florida, number one, to take a jump from week one to week two on the defensive side of the football. There's no question in my mind. But I've been talking about this all week, and as we get closer to kickoff, honestly, I'm getting more and more concerned about it. Defensive coordinators in the SEC, and really just in college football, they make a lot of money to take away your best player. They make a ton of money to do that, right? They're paid very well, and they're very good at what they do. Shai Smith obviously coming off a fantastic game. Ten catches in the game, had a touchdown catch. We all know his impact against Tennessee. I'm expecting Florida to take Shai Smith away, or at least do their best job in taking him away. I don't think Florida is going to allow Colin Hill in this South Carolina offense to force-feed Shai Smith the way they did last week. So the question for South Carolina comes down to two things. Number one, can you generate any sort of running game? Because, you're, like I said, we talked about it. We broke it down. 89 yards rushing against Tennessee. You average just barely over two yards per carry. That's not going to get the job done. I said to you guys, South Carolina, I don't think will win a game this year where it does not rush for over 100 yards. I just don't think it's going to happen. 
The, all, the other thing, can you find any weapons outside of Shai Smith? Because like I said, Shai Smith's not going to have 10 catches this football game. He, he's just not. They're, they're not going to allow Shai Smith to beat them in, in that regard. There's just no way. Granted, I think you've got to force it to Shai Smith a little bit. You, you've got to get the football in your best player's hands. You've got to get the football in your best player's hands, whether that be on screens, that be on sweeps, traditional pass plays, you know, slants, deep balls, whatever it is. You know, I say if he's one-on-one at any point in this game, you go to Shai Smith. I believe in Shai Smith can win a matchup. And obviously, that's going to be a key matchup on the outside with the, uh, the really talented Florida defensive backs and Shai Smith. But can South Carolina run the football? Um, you're going to have to establish some type of running game. Because here's the thing, and really this game to me comes down to South Carolina's defense because if you try to go blow for blow with Florida – it's going to be a long day for you. You're not going to be able to keep up. Florida has so many more weapons offensively than you. Again, I mentioned eight wide receivers. Eight wide receivers touched the football for Florida. They had three guys with three catches. I mean, plenty – excuse me, four guys. Four guys had three catches for Florida. South Carolina had two receivers even touch the football the entire game. That's the type of stark contrast we're talking about. I think the Gamecocks – and I already talked about the keys, the game, key matchups, all that good stuff. But it really is going to come down to the South Carolina defense. Can you bend but not break? Because Florida's going to get their yards. Florida is going to get their yardage. You know, Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts, that Florida offense, Dan Mullen, they're too good to just flat out keep them out of the end zone. They're going to go up and down the field on you. There's no question. And South Carolina, honestly, from what we saw against Tennessee, there's a lot there to be desired. I mean, I expect J.C. Horn to play very well. I expect Israel McQuamu to have a typical Israel McQuamu game. Outside of that, though, there are question marks. There are question marks in that secondary, and I expect Kyle Trask to have some success. I mean, there's just no question. I think he's going to have success against South Carolina secondary. Can guys like Kingsley and Igbari, Brad Johnson, Zach Pickens, Keir Thomas, can they be disruptors in the backfield? Because when all of you are asking me, Chris, what is the recipe for a big upset on the road? And, And I hate to even classify this Florida game with the Georgia game last year? Because, heck, I mean, the Georgia game, I think you're like a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. Whereas this Florida game, I mean, you're an 18-point favorite. Or, excuse me, you're a 24-and-a-half-point underdog in Athens. You're an 18-point underdog in this one. So, I mean, it's still a very big spread. But I don't think this one would fall into the category that the Georgia game did last year. I could be wrong. I mean, and you just like to think you've played Florida so tough the last couple of years. You know, you beat them in 17 you really should have beat them in 18. And, I mean, last year, we all know what happened with the referees and just what went down at Williams-Brice Stadium. So, you hate to say Florida is that much better than you. But being blunt, just calling a spade a spade, I think this is the biggest gap between the two teams we have seen in a while. Now, if you're going to pull this upset, okay, if South Carolina is going to go into games, we'll go into the swamp tomorrow – and get this win, similar to like it did again against Georgia. Because, hey, last time you played a number three ranked team at noon on, on SEC Network, on the road, it was the Georgia game, and you got the W. So what, what is the recipe? Because that's what many of you have been asking, what you want to know. What is the recipe? What does South Carolina realistically have to do to hang in this one, hang around, hang around, hang around all of a sudden fourth quarter? It's a ball game, and South Carolina's got a chance to win the football game. I think really what has to happen – and what the, the, the perfect recipe and the key is to a big-time upset is exactly what you saw in Athens last year. You've obviously got to have a fantastic defensive day, and you can't shoot yourself in the foot offensively. 
but you've just got to hope and pray that Kyle Trask does not have his best game. You've got to hope and pray he does not have his best stuff. You need to get the football two or three or four times off of this Florida offense because I'm just going to tell you guys right now, if Florida plays their A game and South Carolina plays their A game, Florida will win the football game. Bottom line, they're a better team. They're more talented. That, that is without debate. There's no debating that. So if both teams play their A game, Florida will win. You need to hope Florida's going to play their C or C-minus game and you play your A game. And again, similar to what we saw in Athens last year, get yourself a couple of turnovers, change the momentum, get a defensive score. All of a sudden, second half, fourth quarter, you might find yourself in this football game. Again, offensively, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't turn the football over. Colin Hill has to continue to develop. Be safe with the football. Don't put it in harm's way. You got to find other weapons outside of Shy Smith. The running game, that three-headed monster of Kevin Harris, Zaquandre White, and Deshaun Fenwick, you got to get some, from, some, uh, some production from them. That was another big thing in the Georgia game last year. You more than held your own at the line of scrimmage. You more than held your own at the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively. And, again, you have to credit some of those turnovers last year to Javon Kinlaw and that, that, that defensive front for Carolina that made uh, Jake Fromm's life a living hell last year. But, again, I think the recipe, the key to the big upset is getting those turnovers. And I didn't make that a key to the game because, again, at this point, I didn't want to be repetitive because I made it a, a key to the game the first week. But that's just one of those. That's a key to every game for South Carolina this year. I told you guys, the Gamecocks won't win a game where they're not plus turnover margin. You're going to have to win the turnover margin 3-0 or 4-0, honestly, I think, to win a football game of this caliber. You're just going to have to, especially on the road, again, against a team like Florida who can score and score at will, really. Now, what I think will happen in this game, again, South Carolina coming in this one, you're desperate. You need a win. You need a win. Um, you're, you're staring a 1-4 start in the face, like I said, after the Tennessee game trying to rebound from that tough, heartbreaking Tennessee loss. And then Florida obviously coming in this one, 1-0, number three in the AP poll. You know, when I take a look at this game, I, I, I want to believe that South Carolina can do some good things. And I, and I said this on social media too, and I want to preface in saying this. I want to preface saying this, that even if you lose this game, because, I mean, you're an 18-point dog. Most likely you are going to lose. Good, I think some good can come out of this game because I think week to week, and I'm focused mainly offensively, South Carolina week to week just needs to continue to find its playmakers. Again, you know Shy Smith's a go-to guy. That's a given. You know Nick Muse is going to be a nice, dependable piece for you at tight end. I think you know, honestly, that you have three running backs who are very capable. Now, I want to see more out of those guys, but you got three backs that are capable. But just on the outside, Xavier Leggett needs more touches. Will Muschamp said Luke Doty's going to see the field. That Carrion Joyner needs some touches. Rico Powers needs touches. Jakari Caldwell needs touches. For the long term of this season, you need to continue to develop and build continuity offensively and find playmakers on the outside to help Shy Smith. Because, again, <clears throat> you're already behind the eight ball in regards to getting to that five-win mark that I said should be the minimum expectation of five and five. But if you're going to do any better than I said, which was three and seven, okay, you're not going to do it force-feeding Shy Smith this entire year. You've got to find other guys on the outside. Defensively, I think it's a given what we all want to see as fans. We want to see the secondary play better. 
And, and I'd like to think the Gamecocks defense is going to take a nice jump from week one to week two. And I said during this week that most, you know, you'll, you'll hear every college coach or any football coach tell you the biggest improvements their team has is from week one to week two. Unfortunately for South Carolina, I said it about Tennessee and I'll say it about Florida again. These are not the teams to figure yourself out against. You know, that, that's why not playing the old schedule was such a kick in the you-know-what for South Carolina. Because in the old schedule, you had Coastal. You had ECU. Even Missouri week three. You had some time to get things clicking offensively and maybe if you had some, some holes on the defense to get those shored up before you got into the really tough part of your schedule. Now, again, these are not the teams you want to be figuring things out, things out against. I expect South Carolina to come out very spirited, to battle. I mean, that's never been a problem with Will Muschamp coach teams at Carolina, Florida, no matter where he's been. His players love him. They're going to play hard for him. I think Carolina's going to play hard. I think they're going to play physical. I think they're going to be aggressive. But at the end of the day, from what we saw last week, there's issues on this Gamecocks football team. Offensively, defensively, line of scrimmage, there are a lot of question marks still on this team. Florida is a legit playoff contender in my mind. They, they are an extremely good football team. I think Kyle Trask is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Kyle Pitts is damn near unstoppable. And again, you talk about those two guys, but it's the weapons outside of them. How many different ways they can beat you offensively. Defensively, I expect the Gators to make a big jump for week one to week two. And like I said, what scares me the most and what I think is going to happen is I think Florida defensively, they're going to take away Shai Smith. They, they're just not going to let South Carolina and Colin Hill beat them with Shai Smith. You know, Colin Hill, I'm very intrigued. I talked about this on yesterday's show. His first road SEC start, how does he perform? I think we're going to see more of the same from Colin Hill like we saw last week. I think we're going to see a guy that, again, does not put the ball in harm's way. Maybe fans are labeled as conservative at times, but I don't think he's going to put the football in harm's way, and he's not going to throw South Carolina out of the game. But like I said earlier this week, my best bet is Florida minus 18. I, I just I, Right now, there's no rhyme or reason why, or why you should pick Carolina to cover this spread. I've got the Gators winning this one. I think they pull away later in the game. 41 to 20, I've got as the final score. Again, I think South Carolina will score a little bit here and there, but I think there's going to be an overreaction. Just like I said when I was talking about the spread, I think there's going to be an overreaction to how well South Carolina did offensively and how poorly Florida did defensively in week one. I think things get a little more back to normal in this one because, listen, I think South Carolina is going to struggle to run the football again. You know, you average about two yards a carry against Tennessee. I'm not sure it'll be much better against Florida. I, I'm really not. And if you can't run the football, you're asking Colin Hill to go up against an extremely talented Florida defense who's going to double up Shai Smith. They're going to take away your best weapon. Who steps up on the outside? Who steps up on the outside for you? And right now, those are too big of question marks to go into a game of this caliber. And like I said, I, I think Florida – Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Toney, Jacob Copeland, Malik Davis, Trent Whitmore, Naquan Wright, Keon Zipper. I could keep going down the list. Trayvon Grimes, I could keep going down the list. And that's not even the running backs of the offensive talent that Florida has. Dan Mullen will have a fantastic scheme developed or, or ready to go. And um, honestly, I, I think they will most likely move the ball at will on this South kind of secondary. I, I think the Gamecocks – have questions they have tons of question marks in the secondary and I can't believe I'm saying that already in week two but I don't trust the secondary right now I don't trust Jamie Robinson I don't trust John Dixon I don't trust RJ Roderick I don't trust Shiloh Sanders I don't trust anybody not named JC Horner Israel McQuamble I just don't 
I don't trust any of those guys right now. And for that reason, I think Florida will have a scheme ready to go, and they're going to throw it all over South Carolina. So, again, I've got the Gators 41-20, to um, which will be a tough pill to swallow. It'll be a tough loss. Like I said, though, I think you can find some positives in this game. I think you can find positives in this game, offensively especially, if you can continue to develop the offense, find some weapons. Because, again, this is a tall mountain to climb. This is a tall mountain to climb. This is a tough task of any football team to go into the swamp. And I know it's not going to be the same swamp, but go on the road and beat Florida. But, again, for the long term of the season, I'm almost not even as much concerned. I mean, I'd love to win the football game. I want to I see South kind of win the football game, obviously. But continue to develop continuity offensively. Find weapons on the outside. Find playmakers. Because there are a lot more winnable games down the stretch that that could pay off in. So, again, I think it's going to be a tough one tomorrow. I, again, I think Florida is really, really good offensively. I like Trask. I think Kyle Pitts will have another big day. I mean, he's, he's just damn near unstoppable. Um, and, again, I, I think offensively, South Carolina will be able to move it here and there. But I, I just, you know, I, I think Florida will take away Shy Smith, and it's going to be a tall task with the South Carolina offense. Because, again, I don't think they're going to be able to run the football. I, I just – until they prove me wrong, I, I don't think they'll be able to run the football. So, I've got the Gators winning this one. In the swamp tomorrow, 41 to 20 final score. Florida gets a big win. Again, I, I, and like I said, guys, I, I think Florida is one of the best teams in the country. I think they could have one of the best offenses in the country. Like, I think the Gators are for real. Like, this isn't so much an indictment. I'm saying South Carolina is just terrible. Um, I mean, listen, I think there's a huge gap between the two teams, but there are a lot of teams not named Georgia, Alabama maybe LSU, but they lost. But there are a lot of teams in this conference who would have a lot of problems, who are going to have a lot of problems with this Florida Gators football team, especially this Florida Gators offense. So, again, I'm locked in 41-20, 20, 41-20, my final score. Um, I think South Carolina falls to Florida tomorrow afternoon. Again, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong and the Gamecocks upset the Gators. Again, if they do, it's going to come down to South Carolina was able to get three or four turnovers off that Gator offense, set themselves up, uh, you know, and th- that's what will happen. That's what will have to happen. Maybe a defensive score, maybe a special team, special team score. But hope is not a strategy. We hope that happens. Hope is not a strategy. Again, I got Gators 41 to 20. So, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. I'm locked in for my score. Hopefully, South Carolina can prove me wrong and get this W. But, again, go check out SeatGeek if you need tickets. Go check out my bookie if you want to bet in the game. And, also, if you're in the city, like I said, come out to Overtime Bar and Grill for the watch party. Um, Going to be a really, really good time. Doors open at 11, kickoff at noon. I'm live pregame and postgame. Be a lot of fun. As always, I'm Chris Phillips with Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you guys tuning in, guys. Go Cox, beat Florida, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.